survive Baby, you're the one You're the one Uh, uh, uh Hold on, we're gonna let this one rock Mmm You're the one I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is like one of the hardest K Tronada songs that exists. Shout out to Sid. Mm. Mm. Take my time. Let's turn that off. Gangsters, bitches and hoes. Hoes and tricks. What's up with you bitch ass niggas, man? Welcome to another episode of Bunsy's Corner. We are back with another one. I repeated the same thing in the intro. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? What's happening? I think this is episode 74. It's like, God damn, man. Look, I'm sorry. Let's just start with I am sorry for being as inconsistent as I've been this year. A lot of things, you know, just been getting in the way. Mostly my laziness. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, I also apologize about the, oh my god, the cough. You probably can't guess, or maybe you can tell, but I'm sick. Um, I've been sick for a little bit. Um, it seems like whenever my body decides to slow down, um, I just get sick, and I get sick like a dog. Um, I've been off since the 19th of December uh, for work, so we kind of wrapped up. We had a Christmas party, which is pretty cool. Um, played some games, ate some food. Uh, and I took my black ass home, um, <laughs> but it was it was cool to have like a final Christmas send off and everything. But yeah, um, once I uh, got off from work and I wasn't, you know, doing anything, um, I went and got tattooed. Actually, I think on that following Sunday, um, shout out to my homie Des. She drove me up there. She drove me up to London so I could check my dog and uh, he can give me a couple more tats. So I got a, two big pieces on my shoulders. On uh, they're like the arm, like upper arm area. I got two decent sized, do two decent sized pieces. Excuse me. Um, so now I feel like my arms, you know, there's a lot less space now on my arms because of the size of these pieces. So I'm real happy about that. Um, and then I guess just I'm just sort of running down my last two weeks with you guys, which I really should be doing the last month, but fuck it. Oh, I guess I could tell you about this. Okay, so hold on a minute. This is a very this is a moment that's very rare, but I, I just felt proud, I guess, right? So there's this lady who signed up with us in, I think, May, May or June, right? Sweet lady. Um, she's very, very nice. Uh, she had a roach situation. And for those who don't know, I'm going to let you know, roaches have been so far the hardest to contain and or get rid of. Roaches last, like, there's almost nothing that kills a roach, if you didn't know. Like, if you have roaches, fucking let me know. <laughs> because it's like, roaches will, they'll, nothing, almost nothing kills them. So it's very hard to get rid of once you, uh, sorry, once you do, once you do have them. So this lady had them. Um, and I want to, I, I do want to add, like, this lady's house was fucking dirty, dog. Like, it was not, it was not a clean place whatsoever. But her and her family were such welcoming people that I, 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 I didn't have the heart to tell them, you know, that you got to clean this shit up if we're going to have any progress with, uh, with the roaches. So 
policy with us is that we make an appointment every three weeks to um, follow up and sort of just stay on top of it and do the same treatment over and over. So like we're just getting on top of them, like, you know, laying new eggs and just sort of growing and repopulating as quickly as they are. So every three weeks is boom, 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 boom. I would do that. And I've been doing that every three weeks since I do believe it was June, like mid June or maybe even late May. I don't remember between May and June. Every three weeks I had been going. And to be honest, I was starting to feel like discouraged because I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm I'm doing so much work at this lady's house and it feels like I'm. It feels like I'm digging a tunnel with a toothpick, you know, like I like I I'm not putting a dent into this thing. So I'm just like, fuck, like I got to go back and I got to look this lady in the face. Uh, And that was like after like the I don't know, maybe like the. The 10th visit I don't even know how much I don't even know if I'd been there 10 yeah maybe every three I don't know the math but like maybe like the eighth or ninth visit I had gone I'm just like fuck I gotta look this lady in her face as she still got these roaches and there's you know every time I ask her it, it seems that there hasn't been any improvement it just seems like it's just been as bad as the first visit so I'm like fuck like I want her to I want her to feel like I'm doing my job. I also want to feel like I'm doing my job at least as thoroughly as I should be, right? So man, it took just a while. And now like almost every time that I went, it was I was just starting to feel anxious. I'm like, fuck. You know, like I'm just having that feeling of anxiety every every time when I would go to work or open my work phone and I'd see her name pop up with her address. I'm like, fuck, I gotta go back to this place and continue to fight this uphill battle. The week before I was off, she was in my schedule and I had the same feeling of, uh, like I got to fucking, I got to go to this house and I got to see this lady. And once again, super sweet lady. And I still don't have the heart, you know, all these months later to tell her, Hey, clean this fucking house up. You know, <laughs> like maybe obviously not a lot like that, but you know, to tell someone that their house is dirty is like. It's a fine line to walk, and I don't think that I've, I don't have that in me. <laughs> I don't have that in me, you know? So, I obviously, I don't say anything, but, you know, I, I see that she's in the schedule, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to put her more towards, like, the ending of my day, because in my mind, how I see it, if I end on that, um, at least it's my last job, and it's like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> so, I think it was the Thursday of the week prior that I was um, getting off. So I get there, get all my equipment out the truck and I get to the front door, ring the doorbell. And she just had, she opens the door and she's like, David. And she has this big smile on her face. And I didn't know, like, like genuinely did not, you know, think of anything of it. She's like, David, I think we solved the problem. And I almost fainted. I almost fainted on her on her front doorstep. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That's the best thing you could have said all year, all, all year. I want you to know all year. She's like, yeah, I haven't seen any. I think in the last three weeks I've seen one as opposed to the mass multiple amount that she was seeing prior. She's like, I've only seen one in the last three weeks. And I'm like, OK, that is amazing fucking news, lady. Thank you. I, your house is still dirty as shit. I mean, I didn't say that to her, guys, obviously. I didn't say that to her, but I thought it. I was like, your house is still dirty as shit, but we obviously battled. We won that battle. Hopefully we can win the war. So I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. You know what? I'm still going to do the treatment. 
Um, and then if in three weeks or whatever, call the office. And if I need to come back out, we'll start going back on it. Right. Obviously, I've been off the last two weeks. I haven't heard anything. So I'm hoping like, you know, that's not something I have to continue. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. But it made me feel absolutely good to know that that like hard work and consistency truly paid off because she got rid of them. And they're they're Well, for the most part, she got she was getting rid of them. At least we're on the path of getting rid of them. And that was that's a battle. That was a battle on its own. So, whoo, happy. <laughs> I was so fucking happy. I was so super giddy on the way home. I was like, nothing can ruin this day for me. And I'm going to be off in the next couple of days. What could ruin this day for me? Absolutely nothing. But anyways. How are y'all doing, man? I'm, <laughs> I've been away from y'all for some time. And I know I should check in more. I'm sorry that I don't. I guess this time of the year is still relative. Okay, I'll, let me say this. Let me say this. With 2023 coming to an end, coming to a close, I can say confidently that this year was the happiest year that I've had in a long fucking time. I can say that. And what I mean by that is, is that when I look on the day to day that I had in terms of where my emotions were at, I would say that I had better days than I did worse days, which for me is big progress because in the past I was having a lot more bad days than I was good days. And the bad days were they fucking snowballed like it was just constant every day. Sorry. Um, but truly, it was like when I think of the years between 2016 and 2020, 2021, 22. Duh. <laughs> like just real trying time is the best way to put it. So for me, having more better days now is like I'm, I'm turning this franchise around and things have just been feeling much clearer you know still smoking weed a lot i can't i, I will I, you know i know I, that was something i said that i wanted to to quit doing or at least try to take a break on but no because <laughs> realize recognize realize or what what was it how would they say <laughs> what is it the shit that we used to say realize 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 we're so fucking stupid when we were in high school. I swear to God. Just the dumbest, absolute slowest of the slow. Absolutely slowest of the slow. But uh, Christmas was last week. Did you guys do anything? Did you go anywhere? Did you spend it with your family? Did you have matching PJs with someone? I didn't. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny to me. I'm sorry. Some people don't find that stuff funny, but I find that shit hilarious when I like, you know, you make fun of yourself a little bit and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't see there being any negative connotation to making jokes about your current situation. What's wrong with that? I think anything and everything can be joked about, but that's just me. 
Um, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas for me was great as per usual. I spent it with uh, arguably, arguably the greatest family on the planet, um, the Segal family. And uh, it was... It's always good just being, it's like, I say this every year I'm around them. It's like, I should be around them more for whatever reason I'm not. And I think that's a lot of my doing. Because, um, you know, I, you know the big reason why I stay away from a lot of people? And you're not going to like this when you hear it, because if you're like a close friend of mine, you're going to be like, <laughs> I'm not going to like this. But it's just, and to put it simply, I kind of just like being alone. And that sounds depressing, I know. I think after so many years of sort of being in this solitude, you kind of just get used to doing things on your own. Or even or even more so just not wanting to do anything. Slowly trying to break out of the not wanting to do anything mold, you know? Like I want to be more in places. <laughs> you should see the hand gestures I'm doing, like... In, like, I, I should be in public more, so we're working on that. I mean, definitely this past year, another reason I think that contributes to me, this being my best year, um, because of me just going out, doing things, you know. And it still wasn't on, like, this grand scale where I was capturing and seizing the moment of every day. No, it was, there were things that came up, and I, I went to, and I enjoyed, actually. So it, it felt ni- it feels nice to just do that again. You know, I went on like I went on a few dates this year to women who didn't deserve it. (laughs) I mean, they didn't, you know, I'm kind of talking to a new girl, though. She's cool. She's Egyptian. That's all I'm going to give you all right now. Nothing more, nothing less. I I do want to talk about it, but I'm not going to (laughs) talk. I'm just I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm trying to. Okay, can anyone else relate to this? When you meet someone, do you like think right away like this this person can be it or is that just something that's I do? It's like it's almost like it's not like a it's not a reoccurring thought with the same woman, but like let me explain to you how it kind of goes down. Meet a girl, she's dope, everything clicks right away. And I'm like, yeah, she could be. She could be. Like, if she plays her cards right, she could be it. Get me out the game. You know what I mean? Sub me out. Put my jerseys in the rafters. She could do it. But then I'm like, immediately after that, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm just like, no. No. Let's not let's not have that in our brain because that's not something that she might want. Right? Is that the proper way to go about that? Probably not. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. But she's nice. I'll say that. She's really nice. She's genuine, which is nice. She's honest, which is... Oh, you can't ask for that. out. You know, you can't... You don't find that. You don't find that too many places. Um, so it's appreciated um, and, you know, noticed. So... But anyways... How was your Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play some fucking music, man. I've been all over the world, you know. 
content that's always so thrilling you know because it, it ends up like it divides uh it divides twitter not so much by like race or gender um but more so like belief system and then i think a lot of times the belief system is sort of aligned with your gender um so, you know, I came across this list. This was some time ago. You guys might have heard about this. This was sort of following the Cheesecake Girl um, fiasco. You know, the the lady who she recorded herself being on a date uh, with a guy. She was in the, she was in the guy's car, her date's car. Uh, she didn't want to go to Cheesecake, che- Cheesecake Factory. She was very upset that he took her there. Um, and he was like, well, we had a reservation somewhere else. And we were like an hour late. So now we're going to the Cheesecake Factory. She basically was like, bitch, I'm too good for that shit. Fucking take me to Roof Chris, ho. Um, and, you know, that went super viral. Everyone in A-Mama seen it. Uh, but shortly after, um, I came across this list on Twitter uh, that it says a group of women made. I don't know if that's true because, you know, niggas, people could just fucking lie for no fucking reason. But it says, group of ladies make a list of places men shouldn't take them on a first date. So immediately I read that and I was like, I'm going to be pretty annoyed reading this list. I can already tell. I can just tell. I can just tell. Because for people who generally don't pay on the first dates, they sure have a lot to say about where to go. So anyways, I'm going to read you the full list because I, you know, I want to give the full scope on... (laughs) What it's what it's what it's really looking like out here. You feel me? Number one, Cheesecake Factory. I think that was a given, considering you know uh, the lady who I was just telling you about having the viral video and that sort of sped, spreading like wildfire across the internet and people having their opinions on it and blah 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 blah. Number two, Applebee's. Don't really have an Applebee's here, so I'm gonna prob- pretty much just relate that to like Jackassers or Moxies or some shit. You know, cheap little franchise place, good food. Oh, excuse me. Three, chilies, same thing, same place, different vegetable. Um, Chipotle. Now, this is where the list sort of I side-eye this because Chipotle, yes, is a chain, yes, is a franchise, but it's not cheap. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You can easily spend $50 at Chipotle right now, okay? It's not hard to spend $50 at Chipotle. So that's why I raised a little eyebrow. I was like, all right, 
I'm not, I get it, but I don't really get it. Olive Garden. Don't have that here. The movies. Now, I understand the movies. This is number six on the list, by the way. I understand the movies. As a, as a first date, this is a terrible idea. Unless you're just trying to finger pop her pussy in the movie theater, there's no reason for you to be in a movie theater with her on the first date. It's terrible. You don't. It's not a great place for you to communicate with someone or connect. It's just you're gonna sit here and watch this thing, and you either both like it or one of you doesn't. And it, that's that doesn't make a good first date. That could be like fourth, maybe fifth date. You know, maybe she's already touched it a couple times and you've hugged her. You know what I mean? Yeah, that type of shit. So. <laughs> Movies I understood. Um, number seven was your house. Also agree. I agree that no first date or any date. I mean, it depends on the context with that. But with any first date, there's no you're coming over to my house or I'm going over to your house. Because now it's not a date. You see what I'm saying? Like, now it's not a date. Now it's we trying to fuck. If it's at someone's house, I'm trying to fuck. Just, it is what it is at this point. Um so it's no longer, it sort of just exits from the date stratosphere and kind of rolls into casual uh, hookups now, right? Any fast food chain. I kind of get it. I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Um, I just want to know, like, all these, all, a lot of people grow up, like, like, the majority of people grow up middle class, working class poor class and i'm sure at some point that they had they 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 lived off of fast food restaurants so i find it i just like when do you when where when do you you're like i grow out of that like i'm better than this because that's what it's coming across as right it's like i'm better than these places that i i don't eat there on a date i think the problem i have with that is like or just this whole list really is, is someone does, I got to word this correctly. How someone cares about you, is that how much they spend on you or spend on a date? Is that how much you think that, is that how much you perceive that they think about you? Like or how much they think about you like that? Am I making fucking sense? Anyways. Number eight. Oh, that was number eight. Number nine, Buffalo Wild Wings. Very specific. <laughs> very, 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 very specific. I don't know what Buffalo Wild Wings did to you, but, or to y'all, but I think that's okay. A wings date. What's wrong with that? Who don't like wings? Wing stop, like I just said. Red Lobster, same thing. A buffet. Like, you pay. For multiple plates, you greedy bitch. Like, like how, like how much do you want? Like, what is an acceptable amount to even spend? Now at this point, because you're you're making it seem like you can't go pay fifty dollars for a plate, sixty dollars, seventy dollars for a plate, and you know eat your ass off at a buffet. I hop. Who don't like breakfast food? Denny's, the gym. Denny's is crazy. Denny's is fine. The gym is kind of crazy though. I will say that the gym is kind of crazy. On a, as a as a as a first date, you want to go get some physical ed- education in or physical uh, activity in. I don't know about that one, bruh. 
I'm not working out on a first day. I'm not trying to work up a sweat on a first day. I mean, it's different. Like if we're like at a place that's like activities and stuff. I don't want to go to the gym on on a first date. Actually, I need to know now. Do I have any friends that work out? Because I want to know if that's like something that they would do. I'm not calling anybody right now. Everyone's out for New Year's. <laughs> um, number 16, the church. That's the problem. You niggas be needing church a little bit more in your life stream. But as a first date, I, I kind of get it. That's kind of. If a girl took me to church on a first date, first of all, if a girl takes me anywhere on a first date, it's kind of weird, you know? <laughs> so my opinion on this is a little a little skewed, I guess. Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates. What's wrong with those? Once again, how much is needed to spend on you broke bitches in order for me to uh, express that I care about you? And as a first date... Why would I pay three, four, five? Because I've been seeing that on the internet. Way up in the hundred dollars, way up in hundreds of dollars that I should pay on a date in order to get to know you. I'm not doing that, bro. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Family functions number twenty, which I understand. Do not bring me around your family on a first date. That is unhinged behavior. What if I had it on me and I came and came to hope blick the whole place down? Now what? <laughs> movie night which i think pretty much coincides with your house first date i'm fucking now now it's not a first date now we fucking uh somewhere that requires a long drive now you bitches are just complaining for nothing what do you mean somewhere that requires a long drive is you driving probably not is you paying for gas? Probably not. Did you chip in any information about this place? Probably not. All you did was show up and look cute, which I appreciate, by the way. But don't pretend as if you did that for me. You trifling hoes. Anyways. Bowling. You afraid of a little competition? You afraid you 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 what uh, you afraid what 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 are you afraid of breaking a nail or something? Bring your A game if we going bowling now. Not playing around with you. Not playing around with you. Nightclubs number twenty four. Viably understand. I don't even understand why people still go to nightclubs. I'm thirty two by the way, but I still don't know why a twenty three year old would go to a nightclub. It is insane behavior. My friends, I have like a couple friends who are still like in their early twenties, and they tell me about their club adventures. I'm like, you guys telling me all this is getting me very tired. Very, very, very tired. This is like this is just no, 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 no to nightclubs. Especially on a first date. Imagine imagine bro. <laughs> Hookah bar. I think that's fine. That's right? A bar just for drinks. <sighs> I guess. I'm not a big drinker, so I kinda guess. Waffle House sport, sports events. You just, y'all don't want anything. It's got to be something super extravagant that, that, uh, that, 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 that a lot of money was spent on, or, 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 you want something super thoughtful. And it's like, man, 
What makes you think that you're entitled to something thoughtful from a stranger? It's a first date. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm single. Maybe I'm misunderstanding the landscape of dating. Maybe like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like maybe I'm supposed to be spending three, four hundred dollars on a first date with every woman that I meet. I'm not the most financially responsible nigga, but I know that that's a whole deep enough to rob me blind for everything I got. <laughs> like I know that. There's, I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. Standing here looking out my window Nights are long and my days are cold Cause I don't have you How can I be so damn demanding I know you said that it's over now But I can't let go Every day I wanna pick up the phone
I'm gonna be honest with you, I am absolutely sick to my stomach and tired. Tired, not sick to my stomach, but kinda. With Kevin Gates, he's back at it again. This was a few months ago. You might have heard about heard about it. Just one of Kevin Gates's many public sideshows <laughs> he fucking does at his fucking concerts. A few months ago, I think it was even last year, his nigga was humping the air. Dick all in your stomach. Dick all in your stomach. Dick all in your stomach. Smack your ass. Pull you. Like, he was truly dry humping the air. I seen the clips and it concerned me a little bit. And you remember when a few years ago he talked about starting that lady's car with just his bare hands? Yeah. With his bare hands. Car battery. <laughs> So now what well, he had he had a woman on he had a woman on stage and she's pregnant by the way and he sat her down and he spit in her mouth. I'm gonna say it again just in case you misunderstood what I said. Kevin Gates, the rapper, the god the godfied nigga himself who can start cars and he spit in a pregnant woman's mouth on stage. Isn't that cool of him? Isn't that like, (coughs) pardon me. Isn't that like so neat? I'm getting some water, so shut up if you hear me walking away. This man really spit in her mouth, dog. in her mouth a pregnant woman like is there a fault fa- is there I, I'm very curious to know if there's like what the father might think of that if, if he's even in the picture I'm being honest uh, so unbelievably stuffy <sighs> I'm so like I'm just I'm I really hope I recover by Wednesday. I go back to work Wednesday. I've been sick. And man, I saw a few weeks ago I saw and heard about Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis appears to have very aggressive dementia. Um and I think I I think I read a report that it's it doesn't look like it's getting better. I think I don't remember. But just seeing that he had dementia and just hearing reports of, as to how bad it was, uh, it sucked to see. It sucked to see. I had a grandfather who uh, I think he had dementia. I think it was dementia or Alzheimer's. I, I can't remember. But what I gather, what I gather pretty much with the both of them is that they uh the, you start to forget who you who people are to a degree. And I remember my grandfather. I think this was in 2011. My grandfather, who I, I do like. I remember having him having this chair when I was a kid, and there was like a rumor going around the family. Not so much the family, but I guess it was the family that he had this chair, this like rec- this lazy boy recliner that. Nobody else he let sit in it but me. I didn't know if that was true or not. And as I got older, I didn't see him as often. 
And then he was diagnosed with one of the two in, I think, 2010. Twenty eleven I went to see him in the hospital. <sighs> he didn't recognize me, not even a little bit. That was not easy. I think I started crying right on the spot. And that stayed with me forever. That has stayed with me. He'll stay with me forever. Um because that was never easy. To know that this person who once loved and adored you couldn't pick you out of a room full of strangers. So, I don't remember why I started talking about that, to be honest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember why I started talking about that. Um, but I'm going to play music. Sorry. Needed a break. <clears throat> the reason I was talking about that, um, rest in peace to my grand- grandfather, um, Bruce Willis. Uh, it's been sad to see what I've been seeing. And when any famous person gets ill, you start to think of all the work that you know them from and all the joy that they might have brought you from, uh, brought for you from those movies. For a lot of people, um, for Bruce, for Bruce like that, that would have been diehard, but not for me. Mm-mm-mm. The one movie that I watched over and over and over and over and over again, there was a couple, but one that stood out from the rest of the bunch was the movie he did with uh, Matthew Perry, Michael Douglas Clark. And is, is her name Amanda Pete? And the and and the the late Matthew Perry, who just recently passed. Um, it was called the Whole Nine Yards. And Bruce Willis' character, he played a, uh, a a hitman, and his you know had his crew with his girl and the bodyguard. And Matthew Perry's character was just like his next door neighbor, who ended up just getting kind of kind of just falling into it. And then he started dating Bruce Willis' character ex wife, and it just Loved the movie as a kid and, you know, I immediately wanted to be a hitman after watching those movies, you know, like, it's very true, like, art does influence decision making. The things that we see, it it definitely plays a a major role in that, because I immediately, (coughs) in, like, high school, I would Google all the time how to be a hitman. One of the links tried to get me to sign up to the Canadian Army. So <laughs> you know, you do, you think of that what you are, you know, you know. But that's <laughs> y'all hear about um y'all hear about Derek Chauvin? Yep. If you didn't hear, and if you don't know who that is, I I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. But Derek Chauvin, uh, he was in he's been in prison, and he. Apparently was stabbed 22 times. And my immediate response to that was, look at God. Now, I imagine a lot of those cut, a lot of those stab wounds weren't uh, like deep cuts. They're probably like lacerations, you know, like surface level, surface, surface level cuts. I don't know how many times he was poked up, actually, but 
22 times, it seems like they might have just said that for sensationalism. It was just like he got stabbed 22 times. Sure, he did, but it was probably just 22 cuts with, like, blades maybe, you know? Hopefully, he got poked up. I mean, I'm not. Hopefully, he got poked up. (laughs) Excuse me. But anyways. It sort of just felt nice that he's getting, you know, his form of punishment that I think he deserves. You took a li- you took the life of an innocent man, a man who did nothing wrong. So I don't feel any sympathy for you, big dog. I'm sorry. I'm a sorry. The NFL. The brand of sport that I've never cared for. And it's not because of their pale- their players or the style of play or just the game itself, because actually Growing up, I loved playing football. I played it as a kid, um, and I played it a little in high, um, in like uh, middle school for like a pee wee team. I definitely loved playing it. But the NFL as an organization, I can't rock with. I just can't. Something in me morally is just like, no, you can't do it. The NFL excuses a lot of nasty behavior from their players. Gun, whatever it's, it's gun, violent crimes, domestic crimes, really anything that's beatable, they excuse. You can't even peacefully protest in the NFL without causing public outrage. Or as I like to call it, propaganda. (laughs) Because you're not really upset. You're not. You just believe you are. It's like with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. He was peacefully protesting police injustice against black and brown people in his community, i.e. the United States. And he just wanted to bring awareness to the people who might not be aware that we are being cuffed, harassed, and in a lot of cases, murdered unjustly, not in the eyes of self-defense, but in the eyes of an aggressor, in the eyes of a terrorist, if you will, domestically. And what was the best way for him to go about that? It was to to kneel, right? Kneel during the the pub the the national anthem. Because as a black man, much less a man, like you can't you can't exert that rage because you want to protest onto the world. You can't. There are consequences to that, for sure. If you want to take out your aggression in protest, it's not going to go out well. It's not going to go well for you. So you, you know, you kind of have to just have to do it peacefully. Which might be the best way. I'm not really the person to argue it, but might be the best way. So he does that. He kneels during the the national anthem and the entire country it was immediately divided. Immediately. 
He's disrespecting our flag. He's disrespecting our army and the police force by kneeling. And then the immediate response to that was, okay, we understand that's how you feel. But even from his mouth, that is not why I'm taking the kneel. I'm kneeling to bring awareness and to protest against police brutality and unfair injustice against a demographic of people. That's the reason for the kneeling. And then immediately from that was met with more hostility and resistance. Kneeling was disrespectful. I think that's sort of how it ended. Colin Kaepernick no longer in the league. And I think the headline for that story is don't kneel for the national national anthem, right? That's what it seems like across all sports. The NBA too. I'm going to get to the NBA in a second. But the NFL essentially never spoke up for Colin Kaepernick in his defense, even though it was well within his right to peacefully protest. They never stuck up for him. And to me, some a lot of times silence is complacency. You're sort of siding with the oppressor. You know what I mean? In some cases. Or in actually a lot of fucking cases, to be honest. And this to me was just no different. The NFL just stayed quiet. So in my brain, I register that as, oh, you, you're you okay with people calling him uh, unpatriotic because he's kneeling to disrespect the flag. And you agree with those views and those, those statements. That's how I registered it. So I was like, okay, cool. I can't fuck with the NFL now moving forward because of that, right? Who knew all these years later that they would be very accepting very, very accepting of giving NFL players the opportunity to kneel for Israel. Yeah, they, it was in October. They said, we'll give players the opportunity and the option to kneel in solidarity with Israel if they want to. Isn't that just interesting to you? That don't shake your brain up a little bit? That the same organization that was so, I felt, standing so adamantly against kneeling for their flag and kneeling for the national anthem, that it's okay to do it now because of Israel. Life is a spoof, ain't it? You know? Life is really a, life really is a joke when you look around and you, you sort of observe everything that's sort of going on. It's still free Palestine, by the way, too, bitch. I had a girl after my last episode. I actually had a girl who was a a Russian Jewish person. One of the few I used to talk to from the past. (laughs) (coughs) And boy, did she have a lot to say about that last episode. I named the I named the last episode watermelon on purpose, you know. Watermelon uh, uh, in Palestine was an outlawed fruit um, that now is being used as a sign of resistance. 
towards people of Israel and the establishment of Israel and the IDF and the government. So that's why I named it Watermelon. To also just sort of stand in solidarity with the with the Palestinians, you know. I had I was having a talk with a friend earlier this week and I was I was telling her I was like, "Man, like I have a real hard time making it through those videos." You know those real graphic ones? I have a re I can, I can barely make it through. Because I'm I, I'm I'm looking at the pain through the screen and it's loud. It's very loud. Very, very, very loud. And it's troubling. Troubling to watch. So I was telling her that and she's like, no, I get you, but, and I have, she's like, I have a very like, I don't remember the word she used, but I think she said like obscure opinion on it and essentially just came to the point of like, yo, it's like my duty to, to, it's my duty to watch these things and endure this with them because they're living it. We're merely imagining it. And boy, has that been on my mind since. Because she right. She is 1,000% right. This is not our reality. We live a very privileged lifestyle over on this side of the planet. Things will never be the way that it is over there. So for me to feel so uneasy about having to watch something going on shouldn't be the hardest thing in the world. You know, maybe my first world brain is amplifying it and my own, like I'm internalizing it a lot worse than, you know, it should be. Because I'm just watching videos. Once again, these are people's realities. And it's it's still like just so mind numbing to me to see the uh, the uh, like celebrities sort of falling on the wrong side of this. Michael Rappaport, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, Gal Gadot, Amy Schumer like I'm just I've been seeing a lot of Zionist pro-Zionist uh, rhetoric going around with 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 uh, celebrities and it's it's crazy to me because anytime I see any of them speak it's they're out of touch and it's tone deaf in their minds everything starts on October 7th and if that's where you, there was this brilliant comedian, sorry, I don't mean to cut the story off, but this brilliant comedian whose name I could remember, he was doing crowd work and he was like, who's pro-Palestine in here? And I think a few people clapped. And then uh, someone, and then he was like, who's pro-Israel in here? And then one lady, I, I don't know who, even if it was a lady, she didn't even make any noise, but she just sort of said me, right? And he was like, oh, why are you, why are you pro-Israel? And she gave gave an answer. Don't really remember what the answer is. And she kept talking, and then he, uh, and he, and he was like, "Oh, is it because of October 7th? And then I think she agreed to that. 
And he was like, that's like watching Game of Thrones from like the third season. Like, this is your starting point. Is the, And he's like, this Jamie Lannister guy is pretty cool. <laughs> you know, like, <coughs> I don't mean to make it sound so facetious, but you're for. The, I'm not going to tell you where you should land on this politically. I'm not a pundit. I'm not a fucking. But if you're going to look at something, you should look at the whole scope of it. This hasn't been going this has been going on a lot longer than a few months. And it would be nice. I challenge people who are pro-Israel to do this. Look at the history before October 7th. And then you tell me if it's still a good idea to be pro-Israel. You tell me. That's it. I'm not in the business of changing anyone's mind. But I do think it's important that you look at it's you look at everything in its entirety. So, you know, we'll leave it at that. Free Palestine, though, bitch. This for my bitches straight busting out the powder. Lot of niggas trying to ride right beside her off the red beside. Oh no, desperado ain't no putting on still the money real. So tell me who had her up ahead. When your friends treat you better than a nigga can Baby going hard so they got a umbrella Mad black spider doing donuts like Dilla They ain't ring bells, we humble the best men Penthouse suite staying at the West End Full up with some thugs who girls in Destin Bitches seeing stars is giving impressions Years of you leaving me 
Spotify wrapped. And I never do it. Like, ever. I never, ever fucking do it. Because I don't have Spotify. (laughs) But I do have Spotify for the podcast, and they do tell me, like, my growth over the year and just how many more new listeners have popped up. And I want to say thank you to each and every one of you, as always, man. You guys have been fucking with me. Um, First time listener. Day one listener, it don't matter. I just always appreciate y'all being here, man, honestly. Listening to a nigga ramble. You remember when I used to say that all the time? (laughs) It's so funny, bro. Man, we've been doing this for two years. Isn't that crazy? I need to be more consistent, more willing to do this on my time off and not be a lazy piece of shit. Because that's really what it's just been coming down to, you know? It's just being lazy. But we're going to find a way. We are going to find a way. Just so I do want to wrap up that NFL talk. 
it, I did wrap it up, but I did actually want to get into the NBA because the NBA seems to slowly be following the trend of the NFL. Like I said, NFL was starting to ex- excuse a lot of uh, domestic things with their players, and it seems like the NBA is on the same trajectory. It seems like they're on the same trajectory. Yeah, because we've had a lot of players over the last few years have a bunch of public scandals, whether they be uh, adult entertainers, drugs, um, gun possession. I think, did I mention domestic violence? I don't know if I said that, but there there are players who are currently active that have been displaying and been involved in those things, and they still get to play. That's way too reminiscent of the way the NFL started off <coughs> with the things that they were excusing. You know what I mean? I'm sorry if this sounds gross. What was I just talking about? I got a text. Sorry, y'all. I got a text. That's what I was talking about. The NBA. I mean, just because John Morant came back and had a phenomenal game, his first game back, does that excuse him from doing what he did? And then did you saw the, did y'all see the video of him? He, he got the dunk. I think it was like the game-winning dunk. And then he shot like bong, bong. Like he, had the, he had the blickies in the hand and he was letting them off in like as a, like a celebration. I'm like, this nigga here, bro. What is your obsession with guns? Gun man? Let it go. Gun boy? Tinder Select is finally out. Uh, I think it's like ended its um, trial. But I don't know if I mentioned this last time. It's It's invite only. So something tells me that this is just going to be like something for um, like maybe celebrities. But they already have that app. You know, the celebrity dating app. Um, yo, is that the same celebrity app? I think that's how um, Jonathan Majors and his girlfriend. I think that's how they met. He's guilt. He was found guilty, by the way. If you don't know, Jonathan Majors was involved in some dis- uh, it was involved in a dom- domestic dispute, um, and his ex girlfriend now had claimed that he was abusive and a-, a full of other things. And then, just over the course of time, there were reports that were coming out from both sides that looked not good for either of them. Uh, then, video fo- footage released, um, and it looked like. He, he was running away from her and she was chasing him. So let's start there. That's That was crazy. Um, and he was found guilty on, I think, th- some kind of degree assault, uh, which essentially, I think from what I remember it being, was um, she had like injured her finger when he was like trying to get away from her, I think that's what it was. And... She injured herself, and now they're, I think they're essentially just making him responsible for it, which I thought was pretty interesting. But all the initial charges of, like, aggravated assault and stuff like that, I think that's all gone. It was just whatever. Let me Google it. 
Jonathan Majors uh, charges. So he was found guilty of misdemeanor assault in the third degree, causing physical injury and harassment in the second degree. So he didn't have intent to hurt her, but I think the report that I read was that he was just trying to get away from her and she hurt herself. And in the process of her hurting herself, he's found responsible for for that. So um, take that what you will. <laughs> you know, like I don't... I don't know, man. It almost makes it like it, it makes it it's it's discouraging to hear um, that it doesn't matter. Like you can have all the money in the world or at least attempt to have. Right. And that shit can still blow up in your face 10 out of 10 times just for being, you know, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy conspiracy theorist, but that case seemed pretty frivolous. From the jump. Speaking of cases that seem frivolous from the jump. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I am playing. I'm not playing. Um, I just want to talk about real quick. Do you remember the guy? His name's Party. Megan the Stallion was dating the guy Party. And do you remember like on, on the Internet? Like he was going to bat for everyone for her, which is, I think, the thing you should do for your girl. But. I don't know if it's something that I would do online because that's a that's a you're you're losing that battle a lot of the times a lot of the times right but for him Megan is so well loved that anything positive attached to her was just by proximity going to attack going to get the same love and he was that his name was party partisan party I think is his name is uh, his stage name so by proximity he got the love that people share for Megan right deservingly so so he'd be fighting niggas online in her defense, in her pride, in her honor. Um, and the internet loved it. They soaked it up. And I think I talked about this on the last episode, how that all went and he dissed her and people aren't feeling him now and how he's this and he's that. And it just goes to show that people will turn on you. The people on the internet at least will turn on you. That's what makes it so like... Like the internet's a real place, it is, because it it's a it, it's a real place that can have real world consequences. So you have to respect it for the entity that it can be, right? But I still take a lot of the things that I see and or hear with like a grain of salt. You know, I try not to weigh too heavy on me, because that's just not a good idea, right? You just have the opinions of strangers who aren't that you don't see in your day to day life, and you can't let that shit you know, get to you. Like I saw this girl the other day tweet about uh, uh, my dick appointment wanted me to bring him some food and essentially she wasn't with that. And now everyone's clowning on her talking about you fucking a nigga but not bringing him food. Like that's, that's where you draw the line. And it's like, yeah, stuff like that. It's like, I know that that's not how most people in my life think, right? I don't think that the women in my life think like that. So, I, you got to take that stuff with a grain of salt to a degree, but still, that's crazy. <laughs> like that, that's that's just crazy. That's crazy, baby. I was at uh, when I was at Christmas. I was talking to uh, 
two of the cousins and the game red ass came up in conversation i don't know if you guys know red ass but red ass is a game that we played as a kid and essentially it was just a group of people you know there was no limit to amount of people um and essentially let's say let's say there was 10 people 10 people and we used to play this as a kid so please (laughs) 10 people one person has the ball uh you would throw the ball like you'd play up against like against the school right and our our school was kind of high so it worked but we would throw the ball it actually you know throw the ball up against the wall and whoever caught it if i like if you if you threw the ball and i caught it off the wall before it hit the ground you have to run to the you have to run touch the wall before i whip your ass with the ball before i throw it at you now i'm not lightly throwing this bitch i'm trying to cause physical harm to you like i'm throwing this thing like <coughs> pedro martinez for the red Sox. you know what i mean like i'm trying to tear leather tear leather off this thing and it just brought me back like holy fuck man that was such a unsafe game because it was a tennis ball and tennis balls like if you hit someone in the head with a tennis ball immediate concussion at least i would think i've seen it actually i just fuck red ass bro that really brought me back like red ass i was always good at that shit you know catching i played a little baseball growing up so i was always had good hand-eye coordination you guys know i played a lot of sports i was the sports boy anyways i have really nothing else on this list for y'all i'm gonna be totally honest with you i'm looking at a lot of this stuff and I'm kind of like, I'll talk about it, but I don't really want to talk about it. But I will talk about this, though. Actually, there's a few things I want to talk about. That Diddy situation doesn't seem to be getting any better. Now I'm hearing TD, TD Jakes. Y'all know the the TV pastor. He's involved in this somehow. I saw a clip of Mace coming at Diddy. I'm like, yo, what is happening to my childhood? Can niggas just be normal? Growing up, the worst thing was hearing Chingy was chucking fucking trannies. Give me that as just groundbreaking news now. Ah, <sighs> uh, there was a group chat created on my um <clears throat> my mom's side family with like all the cousins, and it's weird. It's weird. I understand the attempt, you know, we want all of us to stay in touch because we're all getting older, and but it's weird. It's weird. We don't even know a, a, half of who's in, this group, who's in this group right now. I haven't spoken to on a one-on-one basis. So maybe I should try looking at this little a little bit more positively, right? It's like, okay, the group chat's there. Maybe I can engage with these people a little bit more. But then my next immediate thought is, is like, why? 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 Chill out, man. Just chill out. (laughs) 
Do y'all know who um Do y'all know who Ruby Rose is? Count your lucky stars and stripes if you don't. Ruby Rose is Excuse me. I don't know what to put her, what category to put her in. Instagram personality. That's the best way I can fucking describe that. Instagram personality. Yeah, I tried to think of something better because she does other things, but nothing noteworthy. She makes music, music that I'm not a fan of. Um, and I should also preface by saying this, like, she's super hot. Like, she's really attractive. I think she's East African. I think she's um, Ethiopian. I think. Don't quote me. But super duper attractive. Like, when you look at her, you're like, God damn. Seven to nine good strokes, and I'm asleep. You know what I mean? But... She's got an OnlyFans, and I think that, I hate to say it, so I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Seems to be customary with a lot of hot women these days. (laughs) They just have an OnlyFans. I've never actually, I've listened to her music, but it's just not for me. She raps. She tries to rap. She makes the attempt, you know. And that's all I got for that. But the reason I bring her up is because, like I said, she has an OnlyFans. And she recently met, I guess, her top donor on uh, OnlyFans, who has sent her over 30,000 of them things. That's $30,000. He has sent her $30,000 on OnlyFans, um, which I, 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 I... uh, okay, man. Yeah, you got 30K to blow on a woman who will literally never give a fuck who you are. And then I think, like, their text messages between them had leaked, like, uh, direct messages between them had leaked, and you could just tell what he is, you know? He's just a guy who has money and, like, suspended on women. And to, to some women, to a lot of women, actually, that's just what they want. <laughs> I don't have any money, so I'm not a nigga who can relate. Anyways, I just thought that it was interesting that someone who was spending a lot of money on someone that the person being spent on doesn't really give a fuck about him. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Y'all niggas is crazy. No, niggas is crazy here, man. I think I'm going to get out of here, though, honestly. I'm getting tired. It's 12 o'clock on New Year's, so happy New Year's to y'all fuck niggas, man. Once again, I want to thank you. I want to say I appreciate you. I want to say that I love you, but sometimes words don't feel like enough. You sit here and you make me a part of your day while you're taking a shit, whether you're fucking trying to sleep. Maybe you're on a long commute to and or from work. Or maybe you're just trying to flick one off to the sounds of Bunsy B. I got a weed line coming. No, I don't. I just wanted to say some cool shit. But I'm going to get out of here, y'all. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Shout out, Jay-Z. Um, 
And that phrase also might change soon because I heard Epstein's uh, island island list is going to be revealed in the coming days of 2024. So I might not be saying that anymore, but we'll see. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, man. All my childhood heroes are burning. Like, what the fuck, man? I'm a holler at y'all, man. It's free Palestine to the death of me. And fuck you, fuck niggas. Keep God in your life, pussy. Holla at y'all. Slowly, my eyes begin to see that I need you here right with me at all times. Yeah. My feelings are so That's why I cherish every moment that we spent together.